Hello, I'm Mike Prowse and welcome to this edition of my podcast. If there's one thing I regret in my long career as a travel journalist, it's the travel. For many years, I thought the environment was just something you flew over to get to the next airport. My moment of revelation came a few months ago when I saw 20 minutes of Al Gore's The Unbelievable Truth on a London to Sussex flight. As soon as I saw the gang of starving penguins attacking that polar bear, I realised the harm I was doing to the planet I called home. So I did something about it. Great podcasts are all about building suspense. So before I tell you that I'm going on a tree-planting holiday, I'd like to let you know about my exciting Kickstarter campaign. I intend to publish a volume of my collected travel writing from 1998 to 2003. The campaign went live last week. Any backers will receive a photograph of the finished book and a real-time MP3 of me compiling it. I am a changed man. I've had my green revelation. So come with me now as I spend three days at Dundregan in the Scottish Highlands, taking part in the latest trend in ethical tourism, the tree planting holiday. I arrived here at Dundregan late last night and now I'm at the start of the first day's planting. Eco Startup Greening the Black aims to cover this site of a former oil refinery in trees by 2020. We're a diverse bunch, a couple of hippies, three guilt-ridden lumberjacks and 14 travel podcasters. We'll be spending our days putting spade to soil, grappling those saplings and our nights getting some much-needed rest in the accommodation, a series of two-bed wicker huts. My hutmate is a man called Wilk, who spent the 80s as a roadie for Hawkwind's manager's drug dealer. He spent last night telling me his theory that not only did Michael Fish actually know that the great storm of 1987 was going to happen, he made it happen. In the background, you might be able to hear the babbling sound of Dragon Bray, the local waterway which recently attained blue flag status after a massive clean-up operation. In 2004, Dundragon Metropolitan Borough Alderman Tom Finch caused concern when he claimed just looking at the water could give you cancer. He had, however, timed his announcement to coincide with the launch of Alderman Tom Finch anti-cancer blindfolds. A subsequent trading standards prosecution saw Finch recite Porsche's Quality of Mercy speech from the Merchant of Venice. He got three months suspended. Of course... The kind of compensatory activity offered by Greening the Black isn't a completely new idea. It's thought that Sherwood Forest was planted to offset the carbon emitted during the Battle of Agincourt. More recently, conscientious young men undertaking the grand tour across Europe in the 19th century were obliged to sire a foreign child for every adult they accidentally killed during their trip. Back then, it was easy for privileged white men to exploit the masses for financial gain. Here's a little bit more about my Kickstarter. (music) 
My plan is to publish a compendium of my collected travel journalism from 1998 to 2003, bringing together for the first time pieces ranging from things to do in Denver when you're diabetic and five steps towards effective minibar pilfering to big trouble in normal-sized China and Lille. City of Bastards. And remember, you can support this Kickstarter on my Patreon page. Being out here, shovel in hand and watched by a very sociable squirrel, I feel a deep regret at the carbon-spewing havoc I've wreaked during my life. Holidays like this allow travellers, solo or otherwise, to put something back into the earth. To give the planet a peck on the cheek and say, thanks for having us. Scotland's most famous tree planter was the Methodist preacher James Sparse. Throughout his adult life, whenever Sparse had an impure thought, he would plant a tree. That the mighty Dornoch Forest exists today is a testament to his filthy, filthy mind. Seeing as my hotmate Wilk is busy rearranging his chakras and the reformed lumberjacks are all being interviewed by the podcasters, I've been getting to know my little squirrel visitor better. Hello. Hello, boy. People say that squirrels are just rats with big tails, but you might as well say that tigers are just butterflies with big claws. It's funny, even as a grown man confronted by a grey squirrel this gregarious, I'm still finding it hard to forget the anti-grey prejudice drummed into me by things like the government's grey peril campaign from the 80s. Oh, there he goes. As I record this, I can see the little squirrel's bushy tail in the distance. In tribute to the work I'm doing here to make up for my environmental sins, I shall call him Atonement. The trees I was planting were a new American strain, the Edelbard peerless, a genetically modified conifer which photosynthesizes at 12 times the rate of other trees. And to deter beavers, deer and other tree-threatening wildlife, the strain emits a distinctive hum. A recording of an Edelbard thicket outside Oslo featuring Drake is currently at number three in the iTunes chart. And now, some more info about my Kickstarter. The book itself not only features the unedited version of my restaurant review that sparked a cross-continent terrorism alert, but also comes with a companion volume of Mike Prow's fanfic containing my fictionalised adventures set in a number of exotic locales. Not to mention seven safe-for-work JPEGs. It's the afternoon of the second day here, and I've already learned that combating global warming isn't as simple as just planting lots of trees. They have to be facing the right way. I'm sorry to say that I had a bit of a contretemps with Atonement the Squirrel this morning. It's hard to save the world when an overly gregarious squirrel won't leave you alone, so I gave him his marching orders. Last I saw, he was hanging out with Wilk, who was presumably telling him his sole anecdote about the time Lemmy tried to pawn him. At least out here, I don't have Wilk moaning on at me about how his drugs have gone missing. As I said to him, the only drug I need is this holiday. And maybe some diamorphine, but that's for my back, it doesn't count. 
it's a little-known fact that a squirrel was the very first animal to orbit the Earth. Back in 1957, one plucky rodent found its way into Sputnik while it was on the launch pad, probably believing it to be an extremely large acorn, and was blasted into space. Once they realised their mistake, the Russians immediately promoted the squirrel to the rank of general in the Red Army, and claimed the whole thing had been planned all along. Earlier this year, papers released under the 60-year rule revealed that the Sputnik 2 capsule, containing the space dog Laika, was actually sent up to dock with Sputnik 1 and take out the general. The plan went like clockwork. As soon as the two vessels docked, Laika devoured the general on sight. She was immediately promoted to the rank of colonel before being remotely executed. 14 saplings in three days. That's some pretty stern reforesting there. Looking out at the proud line of slender trunks, I can't help visualising them as the mighty trees they will become, each bowing to me in silent homage and saying, man of the past, our branches and our chlorophyll forgive you. Ah, look who it is. Atonement, my squirrel pal. Ah, oh, how could I stay angry at you, eh? Oh, it's so cute the way he's holding that nut with two hands. Funny looking nut though. Looks like one of Wilkes' pills. Oh my god. What are you doing? Fourteen beautiful saplings destroyed in less than a minute by an animal I can only suggest was in the throes of a drug-induced breakdown. It just goes to show. When it comes to drugs, just say no drugs for you, you're a squirrel. This episode of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast has been brought to you in association with my Kickstarter, Solitary Pilgrim, The Collected Mike Prowse, Volume 1. The calfskin-bound compendium is printed on virgin bleached vellum paper stock throughout and will be personally delivered by me in my 1972 Daimler. As a special bonus, the biggest backer will receive a special deluxe edition of the book, Bound in Squirrel Fur. Not even when you're saying Drizzy, tell him again. I've been putting on the show, it was a sellout event. Oh, you need better seating. 